I started off in the world of property reasonably young. I was in my early 20s and I know lots of young investors are keen to join the property ladder. So in this video, I'm gonna focus purely on young property investors. So if you're young, enthusiastic, you're looking to change the world and you wanna get into the property, then watch this video to get started. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. My advice to young property investors. Now, some people say the future looks bleak for young people, and I don't agree with that. But I know why they say that, because the cost of living and the retirement age is increasing. Wages and pensions remain stagnant to some extent, uh, and people are looking for other routes to achieve better income, a better lifestyle, better outcomes. And therefore, many young people have opted to get into property investing and the world of property. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. The share of the property investment market uh, taken up by young people, which is under 29s, is increasing year by year, according to leaders report in 2018. Given the amount of money that most people believe you need to have in order to get started in property, trying to become a property investor at a young age can be quite daunting, but I promise you it's exciting because I started off when I was pretty young too. So I've kind of shared that journey and shared the pain. However, as most young people are not even considering investing in property, you, my friend, have a head start because you can get started early and you can make progress early too. The first thing I would say is make use of free resources. Why spend money when you don't have to? So you got YouTube channels, just like mine and many others by the way uh, which will help you learn about property and about investing and about doing things the smart way but also it's going to help you avoid mistakes and that's critical now there's hundreds and thousands of hours of footage uh, on uh, youtube uh, going through the basics and more advanced stuff so make use of that and there are many industry experts who are giving you their time and information for free on YouTube. Now for those who prefer audio to video, then there's different types of information available. The biggest and obvious one is podcasts. So go out there and listen to podcasts. Many property influencers also have free reports that you can download from their websites. They run webinars, networking sessions. Make use of those too because most of those usually are free. Not all of them, but most of them. Now, you won't be able to acquire all the information that you need to know just by watching online videos or webinars, but they can give you some good basic information and understanding to help you take the next steps. So if you don't do anything else, watch videos, read information, because the more you read, the more you're going to learn, and the more you learn, the sharper you'll become. And reading is a fantastic way to expand your knowledge in the world of property and beyond, by the way, 
so I aim to read a book a week and I listen to at least one audio book as well. And I think you should do the same. Now there are many books on property investing uh, which don't cost much money, three, four, five, ten pounds at best. Uh, and many books go deep dive into the world of property uh, and they go into different strategies, share with you how to buy a property, how to sell a property, how to refurb, how financing works. And of course you've got my property on uh, book on property tax. So go on Amazon and have a look at that. It's called The Property Investors Tax Guide. There are of course uh, experts who will share weekly, some even daily emails with you. So download their reports, get onto their mailing list and get that information too. But also keep up to date with news because in the news you see what changes are, are taking place, people are giving interviews and also keep up to date with politics uh, because that gives you a sense of the direction some of the time uh, in terms of where we're going as a country and how that may affect uh, the property market. And it's also necessary for you to be involved in what's going on out there. So meet people, talk to them, pick their brains, uh, whether it's talking about planning, whether it's property tax, whether it's about investing, whether it's about doing refurbs, construction, go out there, talk to people. You can't beat that way of learning from others. I think networking is extremely important. Uh, so many invest investors now run their own property meets uh, up and down the country where you can get together, they have a speaker there, they also share their own experience. Get to some of those if you can. Uh, and uh, I used to go up and down and talk for a few different property investors, uh, as I know many others do. Those events won't cost you much. Some are free, some are 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, up to 30 pounds. Uh, but go out there, you'll meet people, you'll learn from experienced investors, you'll learn from the host, and you'll make contacts. Uh, and I've made loads of very useful contacts simply through networking and sometimes driving 50, 70, 80, 100 miles from where I live because there's a particular speaker who I want to speak to. You get to know agents, you get to know contractors, builders, brokers, lawyers, accountants, the whole lot. So networking is extremely important uh, and once you get used to it, uh, you'll, I dare I say, start enjoying it a little bit. I'm not uh, the kind of guy who loves walking into a room to network, but I've learned to do it over time. Then you've got social media, you've got Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and all the other channels. Use those. Uh, most of the, the, those groups on Facebook are free to join. So jump in there, ask questions, share your own expertise, uh, and learn from others and learn what others are asking because sometimes we don't know what we don't know so it takes somebody else to ask a question for us to then understand oh I, that was quite useful i'm glad that somebody asked because now i've improved my knowledge as well uh, so feel free to join in uh, there's no better way uh, to learn than to participate as you do it and on those facebook groups you'll have a lot of experts also who, who are part of the group and they'll happily share with you uh, the most recent up-to-date information but also sharing with you their journey what they're doing uh, and what others are doing too next find a mentor this is a really big one uh, because even if you feel right now that you don't have enough capital to buy a property or you're thinking about getting started if you're really serious about it then find a mentor because that person would have gone through the journey that, that you're going through and they are going to be able to share with you what they think you ought to be doing in order to get started. And lots of people love mentoring young, young people. Uh, so go out there and ask. And if you're watching certain YouTube channels 
and you like a particular host, well, ask them to mentor you. You never know, they might help you. If you've got local people who invest in property, go to those networking sessions and groups and ask somebody there who you admire and like and you think their style fits with me, I could quite get on with this person. Uh, if they're free, they might say yes. Uh, because a mentor is going to guide you through the different strategies, the processes, uh, the systems, uh, funding, financing, selling, the whole lot. A good mentor, depending on what you're looking for, will have done what you're looking to do. So they will know the industry pretty well, uh, they'll be experienced, and they'll be very much open to sharing their information uh, with somebody younger, because partly, it's just like me, it's going to remind me of when I was younger and how people helped me. So it's a way of giving back. But do make sure that they are experienced in what you're looking to do uh, because that's what you want from a mentor. You want them to give you advice on what you need and also make sure that your style, their style matches and that you both get on reasonably well uh, because if those things don't work, it ain't going to work at all. Most importantly, take on a first deal with somebody else who's, who's experienced and work with them for free. Say, I just want to work with you. Don't want any money in return. I want to see how a deal's done. Uh, because if you don't ask, ask for any money, you just want experience, uh, there'll be people out there who want to give you that experience because it's not costing them anything. They want to give back, makes them feel good. What's, there's, what's not to like? However, if you approach somebody uh, and uh, you want to work with them and you want them to pay you, that may take longer because they're looking for people who've got experience and they may, may not be willing to accept you right now. Uh, so I always say, first one, do it for free. Get onto the uh, bandwagon, so to speak, so you can learn how the business and the game works. Now, the big advantage for you is you're young, you're enthusiastic, and you want to go out there and change the world. Uh, and that enthusiasm is going to carry you through to some extent. Uh, so if you find a property mentor, uh, it's worth asking them if you can work with them on their next deal for free by sharing your enthusiasm and don't be surprised if they say yes. Uh, but you've got to build on working that relationship with that person so that they can uh, be open towards you and they can start sharing information and also giving you the opportunity to work with them on one of their deals because nothing's better than being hands-on, learning how the business works. What you can also do is have a paid uh, mentor, but obviously if you haven't got the funds, uh, then it's not easy to do that. Uh, but if you do, uh, then obviously they'll give you more access to their time and knowledge and experience. And they might even do a joint venture with you if you've got further funds, uh, because they might like you and you might like them and then, then there's more to do. And additionally, the person who took you uh, along on the first deal may be willing to give you part of the proceeds for that job or the next job because you did a pretty good job and I'm sure you're going to do a good job so you've got nothing to worry about. Next, bank of mum and dad. Now, if you have parents uh, and they're working and they've got a, a reasonable income, they might be able to provide you some assistance to help you get into the world of property. How that works is a conversation between you and your parents, uh, but people who want to make a start in property uh, on our younger, usually they don't have the cash, so that they need support from their wider network and their family. So why not start with your parents? Why not give your parents uh, a share of the income or the profit to get them involved as well? And go for it. That is usually where most people start, or how they start, that's how I started. 
and I think that that's a, a good way to do it. Additionally, if you choose to uh, purchase a prop property as an investment for your first home and you want to rent it, uh, then you why not take a room in that property and live in it yourself and have two or three other tenants, if it's an HMO by the way, and run that for, for your parents so it gives you a home and it also uh, gives your parents some income from that property and that gets you on the property ladder, it gets you out and about, you start becoming independent and then the world's your oyster. Now rent is most people's big single biggest expense and some people obviously uh, aren't able to afford that and that's why they can't have a house but they might be able to rent a room and that's why I'm saying uh, HMO might work for you. Next is deal sourcing. Now, deal sourcing can be a great way to earn money in the world of property uh, and also to get you paid, get cash into your pocket and get you talking to other investors. I use deal sources and the ones that I use are fantastic. They save me a lot of time and it makes my life easier. Now, many investors just like me don't have the time to go around searching for property and that's why they're willing to pay others to do the work for them and this is why I think you should seriously look at deal sourcing. Now, local deal sources are particularly useful to investors who do not live in that particular area but use that or choose that area to be their gold mine. So, if you've got local knowledge and you got there networking and you know there are certain people who have chosen your area as a gold mine area, there may be an opportunity there for you. Use the network that you've got to get the message out about deal sourcing if that's what you want to do and social media is fantastic. Now the investor you work with should be willing to pay you a few thousand pounds or a percentage of the deal uh, for you to find good deals for them. You'll get paid when they complete on the deal so it can take a bit of time for you to get uh, your hands on the money. Uh, but once you've got it rolling and you've got a, a, a few deals in the pipeline that are completing, uh, it's going to work very well for you. I'm a huge advocate of deal sources and deal sourcing because I think they end up filling in this gap uh, where some people don't know where to find property, some people feel they can't find the right deal, uh, some people just don't have the time, they just can't make a start. Uh, so deal sources fill that gap or bridge that gap uh, for the investor uh, and also you can start talking to agents and sometimes they may offer you uh, off-market properties or below-market properties because they know you're the person who can find a buyer for this, you can place the deal and that puts you in a very strong position and obviously through deal sourcing you can save that cash and then use some of that to invest in your first property deal, be it uh, a buy to let or whatever you feel your strategy is. Or you can just go into rent to rent, which is basically signing a lease agreement uh, with a property landlord, say oh, for five years, and you rent that property out and make a margin uh, and your cash outlay is going to be lower than actually buying the asset that uh, in terms of the property because you don't have the cash, you're young, you're enthusiastic and you want to change the world but you haven't got the cash right now so you've got to think of different ways to make that happen and I think deal sourcing and rent to rent are going to be your no cost stroke, low cost, usually low cost because everything has a cost but they will help you to get into property and as you 
improve your experience, your expertise, uh, that's then going to be able to get you to where you want to get to. So that is very quickly some of the things I think you should do as a young investor. There's lots more. If you find this video useful, click the like button so I know you find it useful. So I'll post more stuff for young people. If you're new to the channel, click subscribe so that every time new content comes out, you're notified. Keep watching, keep asking questions and welcome to the world of property. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.